Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Sunday, the 19th of July. I hope you're all having a wonderful weekend. And boy, wasn't the weather good yesterday. Um, myself and Stephen uh, got out two games in the Goodyear Auckland Club Rugby. Um, and after some wet days, it was great to have some um, dry um, weather to watch the rugby. And, and boy, uh, thank you to all the um, clubs up there in Auckland who have been very welcoming um, to us as we've gone around. By the way, if you want to catch those interviews, uh, you can watch those on our Facebook page um, that we did post-match interviews at those games. Um, also, uh, we'll be rounding up all of the club rugby in the Driving Malls show on Monday evening at 8pm. In the news today, then, um, three tight games in the NRL. Uh, the Canes Dash Blues titles hopes. Um, Dixon comes second. Uh, the Pulse stamp their authority uh, on the ANZ Premiership. Um, the Nuggets catch the airs um, and rain stops play. Yes, um, a packed morning of news here on um, New Zealand Sports Radio. This is your best way to start the day up to date with all of the important sports news. Um, and let's uh, kick off with the football. Over in the APL, um, West Ham beat Watford 3-1. Um, and you've got to say, that probably secures um, West Ham's um, survival now. They're six points clear of Bournemouth and Villa, um, who uh, are in that relegation zone. Uh, um, Norwich City are already um, relegated. Watford um, now, with that loss, only um, three points ahead of those those two teams. Uh, but some. Um, Look, with two games left, uh, it's uh, Watford probably will survive uh, anyway. Also, um, overnight, um, sorry, that was actually the uh, that was the, uh, the sorry that's the only game we got to update you from the EPL. Um, but um, from the uh, Belarusian Premier League, uh, Vibisk beats Smolovich one nil. There was a good win um, for. Uh, Verbitsk, um and uh, season climb up in mid-table. Uh, and also, uh, we have Ruha Brest 
versus Bate um, playing at the moment. Uh, but it looks like Bate going to win that one. Um, there's 0-3 up um, after um, 60 minutes. Uh, in the um, A-League over um, over in Australia, the Perth Glory um, beats the Central Mariners 1-0 um, in that one, putting um, the um, Perth Glory uh, in to the, or, or cementing their place, or screwing their place in the sort of playoff, um, in the final series playoffs there. Uh, the um, Central Coast Mariners uh, still sit bottom of the league. Uh, and yes, it's been a while since they've had a win, um, and uh, uh, they're at the bottom there. So it looks like they're going to be they're going to struggle um, to climb out of that bottom spot. Over in the uh, over in England um, for the uh, England versus the West Indies, and uh, the third um, day three of the second test over there was wiped out due to rain. Uh, so yes, no action over there. So that still remains with England. After their first innings, 469 um, um, declared after nine wickets. Um, and the uh, Windies got to uh, got to 32 for one at the close of play, to play on day two. But uh, yes, with day three, wipes out. Uh, that obviously reduces the chance of them seeing results in that, um, uh, in, in that second test. And I'm going to hand you over to Stephen, who's going to take us through our birthdays this morning. Yeah, thank you, Paul, and good morning to everybody tuning into New Zealand Sports Radio. And uh, birthdays this morning at Commonwealth Games. Bronze medalist on three occasions, a former head of the International Rugby Referees Board, and finally a, a former boxer who won bronze at the 2002 Commonwealth Games, and that's where we start. Our birthdays this morning, Daniel Codling, born this day, the 19th of July, 1979, in Auckland, New Zealand, is a former boxer who won a bronze medal in the 64 to 69 kilogram welterweight division at the 2002 Commonwealth Games. Codling also worked with the New Zealand Warriors as a cardio trainer, bringing fitness aspects of boxing into rugby league. Moving right along, Patrick Dennis O'Brien, ONZM, born this day on the 19th of July 1959, commonly known as Paddy O'Brien, is a New Zealand international rugby union referee and former head of the International Rugby Board's referee board. He was born in Southland, New Zealand. He played his rugby as a fullback and wing for Southland at age group and a B level, as well as sevens between 76 and 84. That's why Paddy looks so quick when he's on the field. In the 2005 Queen's Birthday Honours, O'Brien was appointed an officer of the New Zealand Merit Order of Merit for Services to Rugby as a referee. And finally, Rhonda Robertson, born this day, the 19th of July, 1970, in Auckland, is a former female badminton player. She represented New Zealand. She is a veteran of two Olympic Games and four Commonwealth Games. At the 1994 Commonwealth Games, she won a bronze medal in the women's singles. Robertson won another bronze medal at the 1998 Commonwealth Games, partnering Tammy Jenkins in the women's doubles. Four years later, at the 2000 and two Commonwealth Games, she won another bronze medal in the mixed team. It seems like she was always destined to pick up the bronze medals. However, it is her birthday today, along with our other two recipients. So happy birthday to all three of you. Back to, back to you, Paul. And uh, uh, once again, three tight games of uh, rugby league we're looking forward to uh, commenting on this morning. Yeah, it seems like being a, um, a tight week, a weekend of, uh, of, of tight games all round. 
Uh, don't forget, folks, you're listening to New Zealand Sports Radio here this morning as we bring you up to all the important sports news. And yesterday, uh, in Super Rugby Aotearoa, uh, the Hurricanes and the Blues um, fought out um, a, a cracking game um, where both sides, uh, well, the, well, the lead switched um, sides many times. Uh, the uh, Blues made a good start, um, and uh, but then uh, got a, a yellow card. Um, but they survived that only for the um, the Canes to come back and even things up at half-time. In the second half, uh, the Canes made the better start. The Blues came back to even things up and then take the lead um, with uh, just after the hour mark. Uh, but um, a try late on for the Canes uh, meant they got a two-point lead and they held on to that. So, yes, it all came down to one conversion. Bowden missed his one. Um, Geordie hit, uh, scored his one, um, and that was the difference between the two teams in the end down there in Wellington. Over in Australia, we followed that game up with the Waratahs taking on the Brumbies. Um, and this was another game that went uh, that, that, that swayed either way. Uh, the Brumbies kicked, um, started off really well um, and uh, took the lead, only for the Tars to come back and take a 20 um, um, to take a 20 to 5 lead. Um, through that uh, first half. But by half-time, the Brumbies already clawed themselves back to 2017. The uh, Tars um, were first to score in the second half uh, to extend their lead, but um, it wasn't enough because, again, on with just four minutes to go, uh, the uh, Brumbies um, uh, scored their, their the replacement nine sniped over to score a try to, and uh, the conversion was completed for a one-point lead uh, and the Brumbies held on to that victory yet. Again, it was a lot closer um, than I think many of us um, were expecting. Also, um, last week, the Farrah Palmer Cup fixtures um, were announced. So they will, the Farrah Palmer Cup will kick off on Saturday, um, the 22nd um, of August uh, and go through for the, so the final will be on Sunday, the 18th of October. Um, this year, we have a new format um, with teams split into a North Division and a Southern Division before the top two of each um, conference um, will play off in a final, the semi-finals, uh, and then obviously the finals. Um, there'll be a number of double headers between the um, uh, with the uh, minor ten cup games, uh, and myself, Stephen, and Ashwin. Uh, we'll be trying to get to um, a number of minor ten cup games. We'll try and catch some double headers and Farrah Palmer Cup games. Um, as well, so uh, keep your eyes out, or well, do do um, follow uh, and subscribe to New Zealand Sports Radio um, for coverage of the Farrah Palmer Cup um, when it kicks off um, as well. I'm going to hand you back to Stephen, who's going to take us through the um, the NRL news. I mean, a sport that keeps on giving, but this this time in a good way. Yeah, it certainly does, uh, Paul. And uh, on the paddock, at least there. Are... First of all, the uh, Dragons make a great comeback against the uh, Bulldogs. The uh, Rabbitohs make a great comeback against the Knights, but come up short and uh, mainly upset the high-flying Parramatta Eels. And we also look at the Warriors. They are rubbing a, uh, a coaching speculation, but it's with the action on the field where we start this morning. The Dragons v. the Bulldogs. The Dragons have clawed their way back to defeat the Bulldogs 28-22 in an absolute nail-biter after the Bulldogs had led 22. 
10 at half time at Wynn Stadium in Wollongong in the first game of a triple header Saturday. The Dragons scored two tries in the opening eight minutes to fullback Mick Dufty and blockbusting centre Ewan Aitken getting off to the best possible start. However, it would be the Bulldogs who'd, who'd, who would lay on the first of three tries in the first half to hooker James Marshall King on the 20-minute mark. Fullback Nick Meany threw a dummy and slipped through to score and then barnstorming forward Raymond uh, Faitala Mariner crashed his way over just four minutes later to send the Dogs into the break ahead by 10. The Bulldogs started the best in the second half with Meaning adding a second penalty goal to stretch it out to 12 points but it would be the Dragons who would come home like a wet sail with 15 minutes to play adding three tries to Jason Saab Dufty grabbing a second try to level the scores. The game was pretty much on the line. Unfortunately, Bulldog Marcelo Montoya knocked on for Corey Norman to scoop up, run through and score the match one of that final score again. St. George Dragons 28, Canterbury Bulldogs uh, 22. We move on to our, uh, our second game and uh, Newcastle Knights did their best to lose the, the second Saturday game after leading 20 to nil as South Sydney scored three tries in seven minutes and almost pulled off an amazing late comeback at Bankwest Stadium. The Knights were dominant for 60 minutes, but then South scored their first try with 15 minutes left and scored two two more in quick time to make it 2018. The Rabbits, the Rabbits almost snatched an incredible victory, but the Hunter side, Hunter side managed to hold them out. That's there from the Hunter Mariner area. That's uh, Newcastle Knights. Mitchell Pearce and Kalen Ponga were the stars, while young centre Bradman Best and returning forward Mitchell Barnett were huge for the winners. The Knights, who led 14 at halftime, scored three tries to Winger and Nari uh, Tuala, standoff at Kurt Mann and fullback Caleb Ponga. A try to centre Bradman best and a penalty to Ponga in the 58th minute stretch the Knights lead to 20 nil. the Rabbits scored those three late tries first to its bench player Mark Nicholas live wire hooker Damien Cook bagging a double but it was a case of too little too late the Newcastle's Knights getting the job done again at 20 points to 18 and in our final game Saturday game, that is. The uh, Manly Seagulls have beaten the Parramatta Eels in a thriller at Lotto Land. Martin Topo got the Eagles off to a dream start with a try in the third minute. After an early error from the Eels, Danny Levi was denied a try moment later, but Daly Cherry Evans made it 12-0 when he strolled over after slicing through a gap in the 15th minute. Levi wouldn't be denied a second time. He dived over from close range to push the lead out to 16-0. The Eels finally got on the scoreboard with a uh, try to Michael Jennings, cutting the deflector 10 points in the 32nd minute. 30 second minute. However, any thoughts of an Eels comeback were quickly dashed with Joel Thompson pounced on a kick to push the lead back to 18 points at half time. The Eels struck first in the second half after Walker Blake ran the length of the field following a controversial call. Blake appeared to strip the ball in a two-man tackle but the bunker ruled that it was a loose carry from Marty Tapo. Michael Jennings added a second try to give the Eels a sniff in an unlikely victory when he sliced through in the 73rd minute. Georgia Jennings then scored a late try with six seconds on the clock and the Eels opted for to take the short kickoff at one last chance of victory. However, the Sea Eagles went 
for the short kick and regathered the ball to hand the Eels just their second loss of the season. To be honest, that last try was just more of a consolation try. That final score again at Manly Seagulls 22, Parramatta 18. And we'll look at the uh, uh, full wrap-up of results tomorrow morning and also the table, but uh, we'll cover that more extensively with uh, Brad and Sanjay on Wednesday evenings in the standoff 8pm right here on New Zealand Sport Radio. Our final story of the morning, the New Zealand Warriors have rubbished reports that they made a bold choice in signing new coaches head I'll start that again. New Zealand Warriors have rubbish reports that they've made a bold choice in signing new head coaches to replace Stephen Kearney. ABC's chief league caller Andrew Moore reported yesterday night that the Warriors had signed the brothers Ben and Shane Walker as their head coaches on a one-year deal for the 2021 NRL season. However, Warriors CEO Cameron George emphatically denied the report when contacted by the Herald. We're not even halfway through our process, so it's not correct. We're not even in the near-finishing line processes, let alone considering applicants. The Courier Mail also reported that Shane Walker said he had heard nothing about the Warriors' job. Now, just a bit of an insight on the Warriors. The Warriors, the Walker brothers, beg your pardon, the Walker brothers have developed a philosophy of their own and are openly sceptical about how the game is coached. Their on-field tactics include short kickoffs and trying to create tries with more movement on any tackle. Sounds like another code, but they play with a couple of extra guys. Coaching at the Ipswich Jets, there were no runs longer than 100 metres in pre-season training to keep the players fresh. They even draw methods from horse racing. Players do a short sprint three hours before kickoff. These ideas are backed up by input by sports scientist Tim Gabbett. Now, we'll have to Google Tim Gabbett to see uh, exactly what sort of uh, sports scientist science uh, philosophy this fella has got. But that's all our league news today. Uh, uh, Paul, I hope uh, everybody has a great uh, Sunday. And we are the, in the middle of the weekend. I'll be back tomorrow morning with uh, more league news, no doubt. Oh, just before I go... Almost forgotten. There are two games this evening. How could I forget this? Warriors supporters, they take on the uh, Cronulla Sharks at Central Coast Stadium. That kickoff is at, it looks like it's an afternoon game, so a 4pm kickoff. Wow, we get to watch a game in daylight. And then the uh, final game of round 10 is at 6.05pm, and that's the Panthers taking on the Cowboys at Panthers Stadium. So a home game for the uh, Panthers. And, that's, and we'll wrap it up this time in league news. I'll throw it back to you, Paul. Well, not even uh, considering uh, candidates yet. Wow. And they've not even thought about um, making a shortlist. Geez, the Warriors are a long way off then if they've not even mm. made a shortlist yet. I think I'm not sure he's being entirely uh, transparent with the whole process there, personally. Yes. I agree. I totally, I totally agree. He's, um, he's, he's throwing in a big few big sidesteps, isn't he, Cameron George? <laughs> well, a few big dummies, I think, rather than actually sidesteps there. Um, yeah. <laughs> moving on then to the uh, netball. Um, and the uh, Pulse really did uh, stamp their authority on the ANZ last night um, by beating the second-place Mystics 44-38. Um, um, they uh, shot out to a big lead early on. Uh, in the first quarter, They um, uh, it was 13-5, uh, and the second quarter went 14-8. So, yes, um, a big lead there, 27-13 um, to a 13 at half-time, uh, and... Uh, 
the Mystics were never going to be able to come back from that, even though they did win um, the second half when I think the pulse rotated their players. Uh, that means now the pulse are seven from seven and uh, top of the league on at 28 points. Uh, the uh, Mystics uh, sits still in second with uh, five wins um, at um, 21 points uh, and then quite a gap to uh, the Northern Stars who are, who are third there with three wins on uh, and a draw on 17 um, points. Good to see that uh, with those um, two draws, that uh, draws have been added to the ANZ table. Now, uh, clearly they've uh, decided that these things might actually happen. Um, and uh, yes, Monday nights are when we've had draws so far. So maybe um, again this Monday. On to the Sales uh, NBL. We had two games last night. The Nelson Giants beat the Canterbury Rams 80 um, to 64. Uh, Canterbury Rams having a real um, tough time of it recently. They had a couple of um, um, close losses, um, but uh, clearly it blew out um, last night uh, off the back of um, really just some poor, too, poor, poor shooting close to the basket, only made, managing a 37% success rate um, with their um, two pointers um, compared to 47 um, by uh, the uh, Nelson Giants. Um, who were led by um, Brooks with uh, 26 points. In the second game last night, the Otago Nuggets beat the Franklin Bulls 89-83. to um, And you've got to say, the uh, the Nuggets showed us how you're supposed to play 62% with their two, with their th- um, free throws, uh, with, sorry, with their, with their two points, um, two-pointed shots, uh, which shows you that they were uh, nearly twice as good as the Rams in the previous game. Um, they were led by Hunt with 31 points uh, in that one. Uh, he was uh, ably assisted by a couple of players, but uh, Kenny uh, with the uh, wonderful mullet, um, especially on defence, who made up uh, who who uh, who um, nabbed 12 rebounds for the Franklin Bulls. Um, yeah, no no player got above 20 points, so it's much more a team affair with lots of players um, chipping in with points, uh, but they came up short. That means now that the uh, top of the table is the Cherenaki Mountaineers with um, on 14 points and with the seven wins, joined by the Otago Nuggets with seven wins and obviously 14 points as well. The Manoa Two Jets have got um, six wins and a game in hand, so they can join those two teams at the top of the table. Um, and then they're closely followed by the Bulls, um, who are on six wins. The Huskies on five. The Nelson Giants on four and the Canterbury Rams on three wins. But those three wins are the first three games of the season. They've now uh, had nine back-to-back losses. A tough, tough old season for them uh, in the Sales NBL. Moving on to Motorsport um, and uh, Scott Dixon over there in the IndyCar. He really did not have his car set up well for um, qualifying and ended up starting from 17th on the grid um, for the uh, night race um, down in Iowa on the Iowa Speedway. Uh, he came, he came uh, through the pack to finish second behind Simon Pinot. Simon Pinot did even better. He actually started from back of the pack um, after being unable to qualify. So, um, so yes, uh, an amazing race uh, down there uh, in Iowa. That's the first of a double header. Um, and we'll bring you uh, the results of that second race. Um, tomorrow. Scott Dixon still leads uh, the overall um, standings in the series. 
Uh, over in Hungary, we have um, the third Grand Prix will be taking place. Um, the, the season will take place this weekend after two races in Austria. Um, and Lewis Hamilton uh, is on pole there with his teammate Val, um, Valtteri Bottas uh, in second. Um, both from the Mercedes team, Lance Stroll with Racing Point uh, is um, in third. So uh, Lewis Hamilton's, as Lewis Hamilton's 90th uh, um, um, pole qualification of his career. And obviously we'll bring you the results of that race um, tomorrow as well. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to New Zealand Sports Radio on the go. Just uh, search for New Zealand Sports Radio on your favourite podcast, either iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, or Acast. Uh, also, uh, you have now started the day the best way up to speed with all of the important sports news. Thank you um, for joining us, folks. Uh, and uh, don't forget to join us this evening at 8pm um, for our Super Rugby Review, uh, which obviously today we have the Chiefs versus the Highlanders in the afternoon game. Um, and we'll review the action from all four of the Super Rugby games, both Super Rugby Altera and Super Rugby um, AU um, as well this evening at 8pm. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 